Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This week, Roger and I watched Season 3, Episode 19, A Curious Thing. Uh, as always, we'll start off with a synopsis. I have been sick. Apologies for what is now my voice. I promise, it's me. Uh, in any case, in the Enchanted Forest, our heroes break into the Dark Castle to talk to Rumpelstiltskin, looking for a way to defeat Zelina. He sends them on a journey to find Glinda, who tells them that Zelina's weakness is light magic. Knowing that Emma can defeat Selina, they decide to cast the Dark Curse to get back to her and save everyone. Snow sacrifices the thing she loves most, crushing Charming's heart to cast the curse. Snow then convinces Regina that she and Charming can share a heart, and Regina splits Snow's heart and revives Charming, but not before Zelina mixes a forgetting potion into the curse so that they won't remember how to defeat her. She takes a memory potion herself before her trip to the Land Without Magic and gives one to Rumple as well. Rather than taking it himself, Neil pops out of Rumple's body to send the potion to Hook so he can find Emma. In Storybrooke, our heroes try to figure out a way to get their memories back, settling on a theory that Henry must believe. When flying monkeys attack, our heroes defeat them using a whole lot of magic in front of Henry. When he touches the book, he remembers. Zelina shows up and threatens Henry, but Emma burns Zelina with her light magic. Then Regina kisses Henry and breaks the curse with true love's kiss. They all remember who cast the curse and how to defeat Zelina. Hook, who was backed into a corner by Zelina, now loses the trust of the heroes. Roger, what do you think of this episode? It could have been good. I think it was fine. There's a lot of fun moments. We learn a lot of important things. It kind of pays the price for the previous episodes not doing a great job of setting us up properly, in my opinion. Um, and then there's just some very illogical decisions by the characters in this. And I have not like good questions, but like questions about like, this doesn't fully make sense to me. You? Um, I really like this episode. It answers a lot of questions. The t twist with the curse is like shocking. I think it's a really good twist. Um, but the twist that Zelina's weakness is light magic, like obviously. Yeah. Like what? Like what? <laughs> is that even a thing? Um, and boy, is this episode a fucking tearjerker. Kinda. I cried a lot. So, like, <clears throat> that's one of the things I mean about like Snow sacrificing Charming would have been like, oh my god, she sacrificed her true love. Except you've already shown me throughout the entire season that he's clearly alive. Yeah. So I knew there had to be something in between there. Whereas if we didn't know, you'd be like, oh shit, Charming's yeah. gone. Well, they also, there's no... There's no stakes. Yeah. And they also just learn things because someone tells them. Every time. Did this, like, show, for, did the writers this season forget that you're supposed to show us things, not tell us? Like, the characters get just get told stuff. Like, oh, what are we going to do? Let's ask Rumpelstiltskin. He'll tell us. And then he tells them to go talk to someone else who tells them what to do. So that's a thing that they've always done at, like, the beginning. Like, we need help, go talk to Rumpel, and then we get set on our path, and then we discover it. That's fine. But it's like every step of the way, it's just from this person telling to this other person who tells you, to the witch who tells you, to the, it's just, just tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, I don't love that. I, I don't love, we've been kind of complaining about that the whole year. Um, yeah. There, I mean, there are a lot of things in this episode that I like, though. Yeah. There's just a lot of things I don't like. Yeah. Um, and for what it's going for, like, this should have been the big twist of the season. Like, oh, shit, Snow's the one who cast it. Oh, Charming's gone. That would have been, like, Charming been turned into a flying monkey and we didn't know what Charming was. That would have been like, oh, my God, she killed Charming. And then you find Charming later. Yeah. 
um, or not necessarily knowing that Neil was gone. And then all of a sudden he pops out of Rumpel would have been like, what the fuck? That's where Neil's been? Yeah. That could have been amazing. But, you know. It's true. I guess we start in the Enchanted Forest. Sure, we can start there. Regina costume. Top costume of the season. Oh, you like the first one? I really like the first one. What did you like about it? I like her hair a lot in that scene. She had hair? <laughs> Regina always has hair. Did yeah. you know? Uh, and actually, I so I both like obviously what it shows, but I actually think it was just a very good. It reminds me of, like her regal costumes mm-hmm. that she likes to wear in the the uh, palace. I actually have a different top costume for Regina. The red dress. No, it's oh. um, it's the thing that she wears when they go up to find Glinda and they go and they break into the dark yep. castle. Yep. It's like a blue velvet jackety thing. Yeah. That with the pants. It's well, like a it's a dress over pants. I love the, love dress, the dress over pants. pants. She looks so good in those pants. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, she almost looks good in everything, if we're being honest. Top costume. All of Regina's costume. Regina is a top costume. Um so one of the things I did like about kind of that opening scene is when Belle walks in, she finds out that Rumple's alive, similar to when they go down into like the cellar. And she has a smirk that says Rumpel is alive. Uh-huh. And then immediately it cuts to Snow and Snow's like, Neil is dead? Like you can they has like a great juxtaposition of what is important. Uh-huh. To them. They're like, Snow is worried about the fact that Neil is gone and what that's gonna mean for Emma. And and Regina's like, the imp is alive. Mm-hmm. I also love Belle describing what Rumple did with Neil's body. Like the way that she describes it is how any of us would react. She's like, he's sort of absorbed neil into his body and everyone's like so he's dead and she's like yeah i I think so it definitely has a it did a good job of describing when i said like that's the most ridiculous moment it was kind of like the the fuck i guess that's what happened yeah and they're all like okay yeah um yeah i had another in the scene when zelina shows up that like aurora and philip tell them that selena wants their baby which could have been shocking and interesting except we already know why she wants their baby correct um and then she turns aurora and philip into monkeys that's kind of funny that, yeah that hopefully they're not the monkeys that they uh sh- they kill later or, or like the one that charming sliced his arm off yeah like philip's gonna just wake up and his arm is just missing the weapon sorry bro well he can he can bring it into rumple shop he does charge an arm and a leg but that's assuming Rumpel can still do that. Yeah. No room. No room. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I have to admit I didn't love was, okay, I thought Regina and Robin being adversarial was funny in the beginning, but you've already shown me now, both in the past and in the present day, that they kind of bonded, especially in the present day. But even in the past, that little scene that they had going to her castle and like he gets through to her not to sacrifice herself. Now they just like revert back to like sniping at each other, which just doesn't seem... It seems like they forgot about the previous episode. Seems yeah, silly. I mean, well, they come, it based on their reaction when they get their memories back. It seems like Regina is saying that they genuinely did not like each other in the Enchanted Forest. But that isn't how it was played in her castle. I know that just doesn't make sense to me. And like she even says, like, "Why are you here? He helped you break into a castle the last time. Who the fuck? And he's broken into the dark castle. Who better than to lead this than? And he saves her." She would have gotten incinerated. Where you come from, people bathe in the river and use pine cones for money. That was honestly a really funny line, but it was a bit out of place here. Yeah, it was. It just, if you'd have put that in the previous time when they met, that's like a perfect, or the first time she meets him in Storybrooke and they're still adversarial, like, 
that would have made sense there. You actually skipped a scene where they're around the like council table trying to decide what to do. That's what I was talking about with Robin and her. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's the scene I'm referencing when I say okay, why they yeah. still have her cereal. Um, um, yeah, because doesn't Grumpy say like, why did we... Remind me why we forgave her. And then she just was like, because I'm helping. I would have much preferred Regina to just like mute him. I thought that would I think be that's funny. what old Regina would do. I think that still would be funny to do that to new Regina. Or to do it to new Grumpy and then have a snow like, let him talk. Fine. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It is kind of funny, though, when you think about the last time they had this little roundtable council. This was against Regina. And now Regina is part of the council trying to stop the new witch. That's true. We've come a long way. She, she is a member of the council. Now. Yeah. Um, fun aside, um, I was at Disneyland last weekend and there's characters walking around and I saw the evil queen and my first thought was not my evil queen. <laughs> That's not the last time we're going to reference characters at uh, Disneyland in this episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I also was trying to figure out, do you have anything more from the round table discussion? Mm. When they get to the dark castle, which I think is obviously a good plan. She goes to open a door. And doesn't even consider that there might be traps in the Dark Castle. That is, like, Regina is smarter than that. She's been in the Dark Castle. She knows Rumpel. At this point, she knows that the Wicked Witch, like, really? And then Robin shoots the arrow by her head. She gets all pissy and ignores the fact that that fucking door went up in flames and you would have been burnt to a crisp. Or whatever. Maybe she could have protected herself. But it was like, I did like when he says that, like, a thank you would suffice. Yeah. It's just, but it's too adversarial for them at this point. I think that, that's just, I didn't like that. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, and then they find a mad rumple. It again remind me of the cellar scene when he is just completely whacked out of his mind. Yeah, I like how he's speaking in riddles. Yep. Round and round the circle of time, racing toward the finish line. But he's not. He's actually like the things he's saying are true, and Snow figures that out later. Yeah. Like he says the thing about the door, and she they kind of just dismiss it. But then when they get to the door, Snow's like, "Oh, that's how we do it." How we do it. Um, so this, I actually feel like this episode needed to be earlier in the season. And one of the things that I noticed is that, so Belle says, let me try. And when Belle touches him, it's like Rumple wakes up a little bit, yeah. able to just speak coherently. And I had asked in the episode where they go down to oh. go get him, where like, what was Belle's plan? If this had worked in the past and she had remembered this, it would make sense that then she would later in the future go, last time we found him in a cage, I was able to get through to him. Maybe I can get through to him again. But instead, she had tried this in the past, then lost her memory, and then just randomly tried it for no damn reason. Like well, now, she's th now she's trying it for no damn reason. I know, but what I'm saying is that like this actually makes a little bit more sense to me because she's just run into him. Like she's just seen Rumple, and she did get... Remember, we had the thing where he showed he could pause a little bit yeah. to kill her. So, like, this is right after that. That yeah. makes more sense. Her doing it in the future in Storybrooke was like, but why? Like, there's no, there's no, it's just a random shot in the dark. That was silly. And they would, all of them would have a better plan than just to hope that he, she can get through to him. At least yes. I would assume they should. I actually really liked that scene. I wish we had gotten more Belle and Rumple in this episode. Yep. Like, the music is so sweet. And he just looks so sad and, like, is so connected to her. Energy, man. Energy. Are you starting to finally figure out what energy looks like? I I know what energy is. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I do. Do you? Where do you want to go next? Are we going to just stay in the Enchanted Forest? Yeah. Let's go to the door. door? Yeah, they go to the door. I have questions about this door. Okay. What is the criteria for who can walk through the door? Okay. 
Um, the criteria is pure of heart. Okay. Then how the fuck did Snow White? Okay, work? so I I actually was thinking about this. I knew that you were gonna bring this up, and I I think I know why it worked. I don't think it's about like you must have like a heart free of darkness. I think it's your intentions for walking through the door must be pure. Snow and Charming want to walk through the door because they want to save everyone. Regina wants to walk through the door because she wants to get heart revenge full of vengeance. Selena. Yeah, based on based on how like the heart would how what Glinda says heart full of vengeance. I think that's why it worked. Hmm. I suppose that makes more sense because I mean, definitely we know that Snow's heart is darkened. Yeah. And we also will learn something in the future that those two are not pure of heart. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's the only way that can make sense here. Yeah. I wish that were better explained, but I can accept that as an answer. Um, it, they do a really funny scene. I'm not gonna lie. When she walks through and Regina just dismisses like, "Oh, it's a portal with a stupid cloaking spell," and just walks right through. And then they play her music, and she's just like, and then she slams the door. Yeah, no, it was a good little simple like you know. I like it when they bring the funny. Um, yeah, I like it when they bring the funny too. Also, the scene right before that, where Charming picks the snow bell and gives it to Snow, and the just look of utter disgust on Regina's face. You know what it reminded me of when um, Charming got back and they started making out and Regina's like, what I wouldn't give for huh. being cursed. Like, she's just so disgusted by their love. Well, and Regina's like, all of this shit is happening and it's terrible and you stop to smell the roses and Snow's like, snowbells. It was a perfect, like, well, yeah, but look, it's a snowbell. And yeah. she's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's, it, those two are just funny. Like, those are the moments that I think this show really does well where Regina's like 100% locked in and focused and they're just like oh let's stop and smell the snowbells that's kind of is that what she's named after a snowbell yeah or, okay it was her mother's favorite flower mm. um her awful mother i also like like regina is still regina here like she's disgusted oh, okay. by this like saccharine show of love but also like she's not like she doesn't want to murder them because they're so happy now it's no. like she makes her want to puke guys come on yeah. I mean, she's not entirely wrong that this is relatively silly. Yeah. But she's also making a mountain out of a molehill. Like, the five seconds it's going to take him to pick a flower and then enjoy it is not going to be the difference between them stopping the witch. Yes. I also think... I wish that they, like, would keep using this, this phrasing, but it's the moments thing. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you can't just, like, let moments pass you by because this might be all you have. Well, in fact, that's actually the thing that they do well that Regina never has. That she's so locked in on whatever her purpose is that she forgets to enjoy the moments that are happening while she's getting to the end. Yeah. And I they're mean, good at that. I actually think that's why in The Enchanted Forest she's so adversarial with Robin. And not in Storybrooke, because in Storybrooke, like, she's, while she's still, like, separated from Henry, like, she, Henry is there. Yeah. Yeah, she's back to being laser-focused and only cares about the one thing. Yeah. I think you're right. I wish we got, again, like, Regina with a friend, where that conversation happens would be very helpful. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you can take some time to, like, spend time with a guy, and she's like, no, I'm getting back to my son. I care about nothing else. Yeah. Um. Then they meet Glinda. Uh. Yeah, I thought this might be Zelina just screwing with them. Oh. It would make total sense if Zelina was like, she actually needs the dark curse. And she's like, yeah, this is what you got to do. And like tricking them. Mm. Also, like uh, Glinda's costume, she's just standing there, just chilling in the banished land or something. Apparently, like yeah. She just hangs out. That's all you do? How is Zelina powerful enough? To... I don't get it. And like, doesn't Glinda have light magic? Like, what? 
she's not powerful enough so she has some light magic but not enough and she can't even come back through the door like she's just stuck I there yes also i mean i understand that they like have this whole they keep reminding us of it like we're stupid like there's no portals there's no way to get back we can't do it like did nobody think that like maybe the savior was how you defeat selena did nobody think that well i think what they assumed was the savior's not here there's got to be another way yeah which does mean I would not have assumed that you need to get to Emma to stop her. Uh, and I love how Snow's like, there must be another way to enact this dark curse. And Regina's like, if there were, do you think I would have killed my own father? I don't think Snow realized what she had done. I think that's oh. the first time she found out that you sacrificed your dad. Oh, I, that never occurred to me. But yeah. yeah, I guess how would they have known that? So I think that I think the point is that what he is she is saying to her is that like I gave up everything last time, and then that's when Snow realizes like, oh shit, you really were like twisted enough to kill your own father for this because it would have been daniel otherwise yeah and uh, without daniel who else did she have left other than her father yeah yeah and i think that's why that scene is so like oh damn yeah um and charming instantly offers himself up well snow didn't even consider that oh of course not and charming goes you can do it which is like hold on technically couldn't anyone with something who loves like there's gotta be I get it because they probably didn't have enough time, but there's definitely some better options here. Yeah, I like how no one ever thinks about like, oh yeah, like Timmy and his like ninety year old grandpa. He has cancer. Maybe maybe Timmy's grandpa should die. Could Hook crush the Jolly Roger? I don't know. The Jolly Roger doesn't have a heart. Does it? I don't. What's the heart of a ship, Roger? The it's captain. sail. That's the captain. He doesn't crush the Jolly Roger. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and yeah, you're right. Find someone who's like, or like, if Charming's mother was still alive but dying of the poison arrow. I mean, that may not be the thing he loves most anymore. But at the time, it might have worked. Yeah, yeah. But they just go, nope. It, Charming, to be fair, is very self-sacrificing. This is oh like God. the fourth time he's been like, do it, just kill me, put me in a sleeping curse, let the giant crush me. He's always willing. I don't know if he has a death wish, but he doesn't seem to be afraid of death. Yeah, agreed. He's uh, pure of heart, apparently. Sure he is. Uh, which, yeah. Then we get to casting the curse. Uh, oh, wait. I, I do want to say one more thing before we go. The whole thing that they start with the episode, Snow wants to announce her pregnancy. Why? What is the point of this? To give people hope, I guess. This is just... This just to sounds... hold the lion baby up on Pride Rock. Remember when I said in the witch fight, don't have everyone just gather in one area. Yeah. Don't just have every like this is not the time for your uh pregnancy announcements here. Like Yeah, where's the text thread? Send a pigeon carrier message across the lands. Oh jeez. This does not make Snow look very smart. I'm gonna be honest, this is not the time. <sighs> um, okay. Anything else before we talk about casting the curse? No, I think we I think we're good. All right. So, I think Snow is kind of just going along with it. Regina's baked up the other ingredients for the curse. Charming is all ready to go. And Snow is, like, kind of hoping that they're going to find another solution. And then it kind of comes down to it. How many times did you cry during this? Uh, this, I basically was crying for this entire scene. <laughs> but there's, like, a couple, there's a couple lines that, like, hit me real so hard. Even though you knew, factually... He wasn't dead. 
it still got you. Okay, yeah. So that I mean that happens to me a lot. But there's a there's a lot of things. I mean that sh she has to make that sacrifice is sure. really sad. That the way that they like trust Regina now, like they let Regina reach into both of their chests to rip out their hearts. Yeah. And Regina. I mean, what's you gonna do? Kill Charming. The real kicker <laughs> is when Regina cries during the scene. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean. It would have, to me, it would have been powerful if I didn't already know a year later. Of course, of course, of course. Um, which is unfortunate because this was like a, this could have been a really like stunning, like, oh my God, Prince Charming just died. Yeah. Now, granted, much like I said in Neverland, I wouldn't buy that he's gone long term, but uh, there might be like, he might be dead or maybe like, I don't know, in the future, it's just like his brother. That would have been a twist. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, Whoa. You have a twin. Um, well, their whole, I mean, it's very sappy, but like. She's real. Our child will never know its father. And then he goes into the whole, of course it will through you. We've always shared one heart. It just makes me sad. Yeah, no, that's fair. Could, could, could have been better in my opinion. I like the idea. It definitely is very charming. Like it's perfect for them. And then Snow kind of on the fly comes up with one of the more crazy ideas I've ever heard. I, I'm very curious to get your thoughts on this. Because this to me is the definition of reckless as fuck. Yeah, I mean, he... Okay, well, I guess two things. I think they're feeling... Because we skipped the part that Zelina shows up first. If I could skip some of these Zelina parts, I would. Um, I, I mean, she actually... I, she delivers a pretty good line here. Because uh, now she's trying to say, like, you just killed your husband for nothing. Mm -hmm. And she says, like, oh, how sad. Just endlessly wondering where he could be. Always fearing the worst. Pay attention, sis. This is how you take away a happy ending. Except, unlike, much like Regina, she doesn't actually finish the job. Like, if you wanted to win, just take care of them the last time you encountered them, as opposed to letting them cast the damn dark curse. Yeah. Like, what do you, she, like, shows up to do a thing and then dips, as opposed to, like. What do you mean, take care of them? Well, she met them in the um, castle the last time, and when she turned Aurora and Philip into the monkeys. Okay. Turn them all into monkeys. But she can't do that. She wants well, their baby. She could un she could capture them, poof them into a jail cell. Like do something other than letting them wander around the forest figuring out how to like this is just she pops in, does a thing, and then leaves. You know, like usually the villains and the heroes aren't encountering each other to like there's already a point. She keeps appearing around them and then doing just enough to be menacing, but not enough to actually get the job done. It's like she's stupid sometimes. That's fair. I think that's fair. And then she, again, she shows up here. She just puts the memory potion in. She could have killed Regina. Yeah. What's the point of leaving Regina alive? I feel, well. You need her heart anyway. That was part of your plan. Take it now. She might want her to, I mean, as a, as a true monologuing villain sure. would like. She would like her, uh, the person she wants revenge against. To the supper? Yeah. You could take her heart, and then she loses her memory. She yeah. might not even know she I mean, it's just, this was just dumb to me. Yeah. Um, although she does pretty easily uh, pivot. She's like, well, whatever. Well, and she just says that, like, I can do this anyway. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I'm sorry. I detest the broom. I get that it's her thing. It just looks stupid. It just it looks does look silly. Stupid. It looks silly. I, I get that. And like, if I'm Regina, I would like intentionally like light her broom on fire just to be petty, or like move it and run her into a wall. Do something. Like just stand there. Because like Regina just stands there. She doesn't even do anything. I know. It's weird. It is weird. I didn't get it. Okay, so then Snow 
kind of those words that Charming said to her resonate. They're like, we've always shared one heart. Going into a dark karsh for the second time, and for the second time, Charming is dead. Yeah. I still don't like he was dead the first time, but all right. What do you think laying on the ground having been stabbed by a sword means? He's just not doing great. Okay. Not doing great. <laughs> um, Dying. How about that? Okay. Um, yeah, this is this was like, incredibly reckless, but her acting in this scene. Oh, it's good. Like she she believes it's true, and I think that's why it works. But no one discusses that if you're wrong, your baby dies. I know. Like, look, it's her body. Technically, it's her choice. But like, if you're wrong, your husband sacrificed himself to yeah. make sure that your baby lived, and now you've just killed yourself and the baby. Yeah. Trying to bring him back, which I don't think Charming, if he was awake, would have ever agreed to this. Nope. He would not. No, he would not be happy with this. Like, this is kind of insane. Yeah. But it worked. I believe my heart is strong enough for both of us. Which I might buy if she didn't. Like, at this point, you should have never done Snow's Heart Darkened. I actually think that that could make her heart stronger. Like, more resilient. And maybe? I mean, like, I get that they do that with Regina because of all the things that Regina has done, but this just broke Snow. Like it, it wasn't like she really bounced back in a way that we got to see. She just had a darkened heart, got depressed, and then one day just decided, like, okay, we're fine, and then we just moved on. So, like, yeah, if we had watched her go through that and build yeah. herself back up and get redeemed and, like, okay, you, like, you went through some shit, what does not kill you makes you stronger. But we didn't get that. So, like, maybe she's more resilient now, but I have no idea because it's just never been touched again. Well... We used to question whether Snow was just hopeless all the time. But apparently now she believes. She mm -hmm. believes hardcore. It worked. Apparently Charming must kill himself for her to believe. Yeah. Because I think, actually, if you go back to the first episode, the only thing that gives her any hope is that Charming got it done. He got the baby through the wardrobe. And then at the end she goes, but he did it. Uh -huh. Even though her husband is dying on the ground. Uh -huh. So Charming's death will inspire her. Yeah. Okay. That was a scene. Yeah, I mean, it gets me. Yeah. It's good. Snow begging is, like, really hard to watch. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see her pleading with Regina to please do it. Like, yeah. you know, considering the last time that Regina pulled out Snow's heart, it was like Regina wanted to kill her. Yeah. And now she is pleading with Regina, split my heart in two, which, had Regina even ever done that before? No. Had anyone ever done that no. before? No. I mean, I this, know. this was almost insane levels of like, hey, I need you to do a thing that you or nor anyone else has ever done, and we don't even know if it's going to work. Get it done. And you kind of got to do it quickly because the dark curse is coming. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, obviously, we don't get any of this, but like, obviously, lots of people have true love. Sure. But like, seemingly, Snow and Charming have like the truest love. Like, because of them, Rumpel was able to bottle true love. I mean, we don't know if that's not true for other people. He just may have never done it with other people. But why wouldn't he? Like, he could have... He, Who else he has true love? two people coping yeah. together rather than just finding two people that already have true love. I don't think there's as many people who have true love as you think. Philip and Aurora? Do we know that they have true love? Yeah, he woke her up with true love's kiss. Oh. I, but I, she was already knocked out, wasn't she, at the time? Yeah, as if Rumpel couldn't help her wake up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, and also, wasn't he a... Oh, no, wasn't he a beast, too? 
Yeah. Bell fixed that. That seems a lot more work than Bell just that. getting Snow and Charming together. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. You might be right. It might be the truest of love. But true love might be more. I think they said true love is actually pretty rare. Yeah. They so, do say that. Yeah. I, there may not be that many people who have true love. We sure meet a lot of them. Well, yeah. You always meet a lot. It's like, not that people know magic, but we meet a lot of people who have magic. That's true. That's true. Um, and then Zelina goes back to Rumpel with the potion. So she takes the Wibbery potion. Okay, that part totally makes sense to me. Part two is like one of the dumbest things she does. Part two. Why would you give Rumpel the potion? Who cares if he has his memories? You need his brain. You don't need him knowing yeah, anything. She says she doesn't care if he takes it. Nope, no, no. But I mean, I don't think that she imagined that Neil was going to pop out of his body and send it to someone. But why? Why would you even? It's like we said this before. Why would you taunt the Dark One? Like Rumple could have sent the message away. Like why would you? There is no need to give any memory potion out there. Tie up loose ends and be done with this. You created your own problem by being arrogant for no reason. I mean, this just feels like plot armor. Like, she had to be stupid here so that we could, like, tie it in a bow. Yeah. Like, this would have made more sense to me if Rumple had figured this out, created a memory potion, and then sent it away, or, and then, like, was going to take it, and then Neil flipped out. Yeah. But instead, it's Zelina who gave it to them, which is like, the fuck? Why? I don't know. Why? This wasn't even, like, a scheme. This was just Zelina being a dumbass. I did like Rumple's line, memories are pain. Pain is strength for vengeance. Yep. Red is the Neil. And Neil doesn't, ch he doesn't change. Because, like, when we see it in Storybrooke, he flips. Yeah. He pops out of him, which I don't know how he's able to do that. I guess he was waiting for the right time. Yeah. And then, yeah, we disagree with this, but, like, you believe he sacrificed himself to be a hero? Yeah. Is it because of this scene or the scene that we see in the previous episode? Both. Huh. Like, this just doesn't feel like dying a hero's death to me. But, I mean, the good move by Neil... And then he falls back into Rumple, but like this is not like dying a hero's death to me. The way like Rumple died a hero's death. That's just. Well, I'm not saying that like. I think that it like didn't come off well, and like it was stupid. <laughs> but, but like he had heroic intentions here. Oh yeah, no, the action is fine that he does, and he he dies in Storybrooke so that Rumple can help them. Yeah, and that's like the other thing too is that what he died for. Like when Rumple died, he died to stop Pan. Like he literally saved the day. Yeah. All Neil did was give them a name, which ultimately even Zelina's like, "Well, I don't care if you know me now. I got what I need." It's true. Didn't it? It felt like a selfless sacrifice or a pointless sacrifice. I do. It's so badass. He just like rips off a piece of his clothes with his teeth. How did he do that? Neil. Yeah, he's like dying, and he's just like, "Let me just ah." I mean, this dude jumped out of a window and snatched a shadow. Yes, that's true. Son of the Dark One. I guess that's true. Um, but also, he can talk to birds. Apparently. And and he then decides, get this to hook. That, to me, is the strangest decision. Not even like a wrong decision, but like the person he thinks of that can do this is go get hook. I think it's because he knows that hook left and he's probably like outside of the perimeter of the curse. Hopefully. Yeah. But quick thinking, man. Yeah, well, because, like, he... Does he know the hook left? Yeah. Or, uh, he knows the hook left. Yeah. Or he's just hoping to, like, maybe Killian is outside of this and yeah. go find him. But then, damn, that bird has to get a long way with a potion. Real long way. And it apparently understands who Captain Hook is. And can talk to humans. Yeah. Like, I knew Snow White could communicate with well, animals. It doesn't have to talk to Hook. It has to understand what 
Neil said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it has to know language. Yeah. Um, Anything so, else in the Enchanted Forest? It, it was like, kind of the way you felt. A lot of cool stuff here. Just. Yep. This is the, like, when they say, like, you can't build a house without a good foundation. This had all the cool toppings. Just the foundation was kind of rotten. Yeah. Um, get that. Yeah. Let's go to Storybook. All right. In Storybrooke, so much happens here that I, like, was having trouble typing fast enough to take notes. It's a bit all over the place. Yeah, a little bit. Regina and Robin? Making out. I mean, you see Regina in that dress? I don't blame Robin at all. And when she winks at him? She does. Oh, my God. She does. And then Henry walks out. Making out. I know. But what's funny is that normally Regina would be embarrassed, but... Now it's more so like he just says like, oh, Madam Mayor, and just walks by and she is devastated again. Do you understand where the sitting room is now based on how Regina walks from the hallway? I do. To, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it now finally is clear to me because I literally have had no positioning normally. I, th I thought this might help you. Yeah. No, it really did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she kind of walks in and she's still like all giggly and everybody's like, what were you doing? Smitten. Yeah. Yeah. And then they say they're waiting for Hook. And she says, I don't have time to wait for the handless wonder. <laughs> Great. Also, it doesn't seem like Emma seems to care that Hook's just not there. I'm so concerned that all of them aren't worried that Hook isn't here. Like, Well, he's been acting weird, but only she knows that. Yeah. So she should be wondering what is up because he's been acting weird. Like she even said that in that episode, like, what's wrong with you? You're different right now. Well, so much happens in this episode that we didn't have time to 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 wait on the handless wonder. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Good. Um, they kind of are trying to figure out what to do, and Emma rightly recognizes that it like doesn't really make sense that Zelina brought them here based on what her plan is. Mm -hmm. Uh mm -hmm. so they decide they must already know how to defeat Zelina, and that's why she erased their memories. But so. then they also deduce that someone else must have cast a curse. Yeah. And yeah, you're right, that she must have then erased their memories. Yeah, and they realize that they have to get their memories back. And mm -hmm. the way that worked last time mm -hmm. was for Emma to believe. And they realize that this time it must be Henry. Well, and they need to find the book, which no one has seen the book since yeah. the curse has been cast again. Yep. That's right. And we find out that, because I had asked, like, well, where did Mary Margaret get this book from? And she says it just appeared to her when she needed it. Yeah. So apparently it also will just appear to them when they need it. Not them. Only Mary Margaret. Well, they weren't sure if it's Mary Margaret again. They just said it'll appear. and Because they're all right. looking for it. Right. But then it does. But was it supposed to appear for Mary Margaret? Yeah, I think so. Because okay. Emma was Emma looked through that box. I know, but they had that conversation. Is that what Mary Margaret seems to believe is that you couldn't find it because you didn't want to find it. Oh, that's, that's, what, that's not what I took from that. I... But the conversation was that they're like obviously they all believe in magic and know it exists. Yeah. But like this book is like very special and weird. Yeah. And I think Mary Margaret is so shocked. She's like, did did you did was it really not in there when you looked? Like I think it wasn't in there when I, I know that's what I'm saying. I, it wasn't in there, and yeah. it wasn't there because she didn't want to really find. Oh, it. Emma didn't saying. want I the book to be there, so I it didn't appear to. That it was there, no. but Emma ignored it. No, it was that like it didn't. She didn't come to her because she doesn't want to be the savior. She doesn't want Henry to wake up. She doesn't want any of these things, and yeah. Mary Margaret does. And I think that's what 
was so disappointing to Mary Margaret is that like even though you like want us to succeed, you really don't. You actually don't want us yeah. to get these things back. And I wish we'd gotten more time for kind of their conversation. Um, because you know, Snow reveals that Charming talked to her about how Emma wants to go back to New York yeah. after all this is over. And I mean Emma does have a point. Like she's like, I forgot what it was like here. Like wicked witches and time traveling holy wars. Like, yeah, I get it. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. But I mean I don't I don't agree that she should just not remember anything and go back to New York, but I do understand like the frustration of like, Jesus Christ, can we just like have a minute? Do you though? Yes. Okay. So I get that the fake memories were cool. Remind me of what Emma's life was before she came to Storybrooke in the first place. She was a bail bonds person who was alone and wishing in her alone apartment about finding family. She was miserable. Yeah. I think that she doesn't realize that she will be miserable if she and Henry go back to New York. Which I don't get, because you would have the memory of being miserable most of your life. Like you, the way they positioned that character was that I was miserable because I felt like nobody wanted me and I had no family. Then you get a year. Yeah, I'm sure it was a nice year. And then you're just like, oh, fuck it. That's what I want instead. I think she's trying to convince herself that, one, Henry is the only family that she needs. and Which two, is a fucked up thing to be saying to your parents. Yeah. And two, she just really doesn't want to be the savior. Yeah. This character makes it hard to root for her, gotta be honest. Uh, but before they go to the loft, we get that scene with Hook, Zelina, and Rumple. <laughs> Rumple has kidnapped Hook and put him in a trunk. Is this the second time he's been kidnapped? Because yeah. the Outsiders kidnapped him. Yes, they did. Yeah. Same kind of situation, too. They put him in the back of the uh, van. Yeah. This this whole thing, the the I feel like Zelina went the most roundabout, dumbass way to try to get um, Emma's white magic gone light magic whatever about like well you got to kiss her okay well Hook's just not gonna kiss her problem like solved it seemed but based on the way that she cast the curse on hook it seems like it might be kind of complicated because he had to like invoke her name so yeah. that she could do it like i i it is i agree that it is stupid but i think they're trying to set it up as like well she couldn't just do like she couldn't just take away Emma's magic like she yeah. she had to do this like complex thing um but like obviously like what he obviously he's not going to kiss her like like uh, if you were going to do that you probably shouldn't have told him yeah you could just do it without telling him well and like if if Zelina had just gone straight to like well i'm just going to threaten henry and we might just been like here take it <laughs> yeah. or just like don't transform back from ariel do the little thing and then just like okay i hate you bye pirate and then yeah he might feel something but he wouldn't know what that means we'd have no idea like you didn't actually have to reveal your plan to him and then he's more likely to fucking kiss her the villain's got a monologue but she monologues in a dumb way oh yeah, yeah she's just yeah dumb again um and you know what's funny this is Probably one of the few episodes in which I'm going to be defending Hook for like the end of this episode. Oh, but I feel so bad for him. I, I, he should have told someone. Which I is... don't think he should have actually. I think Why? he was 100 percent right to do it the way he did. You think that sending Henry on a boat with Mister Smee, who's going to turn into a flying monkey when they leave the town line? That's not true. You can go out the water. We, we already know that you can go out the water. Who can go out the water? They've done it many a times. Even when there was a... Um, didn't he go to New York and go stab Rumple? He wasn't cursed. He wasn't part of the curse. He's not part of this curse, isn't he? 
Yeah, he's not part I guess of he's not, but Mr. Smee is. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. That's not necessarily true. He could have come back with Hook. It's more likely he actually would have come back with Hook. He did not. Hook came back alone. You sure? Yes. Okay. Well, as of now, we don't know that. And going out via a boat. And getting Henry out of the town is actually the most smart play. Because that's the thing that she's holding over his head. Like, I'll kill the brat. Sure. Okay, cool. I'm take the brat out of here. Now what you got? Like, good play. Now, maybe Smee isn't the person I want to send Why shouldn't he tell them? What is telling them going to do? They, they can... They can then figure out a way. You mean like how he told them that he got a message? Yep, and you know what they did? They called him a liar. Well, they didn't call him a liar the first time he told them, but because he said that Snow sent him a message. Well, I understand. We all would think Snow sent him a message. Come on. Fucking bird. Come on. I, I even Charming says that sounds like you. Yeah, I, 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 I think that like the general theme of this show is like, why the fuck would you just not tell people that? Well, like, for one, I, I get what you're saying, but it would be, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess he could have had a conversation and been like, hey, the Wicked Witch cursed me, I can't kiss you. Though, I'm not entirely sure that they wouldn't be like, oh, that sounds like, a, like, they often don't believe the most basic shit sometimes. It's true. Um, but they would have had no reason not to believe him. They have no reason not to believe him about the potion. Well, except now that he, he it looks like he was working with Zelina. And he lied to them. So that's the other thing that looks stupid to me. They're like, oh, were you working with Zelina? Yeah, you know what Zelina has already shown you a willingness to do? Force people to do her bidding. Yeah, I mean... The he, dark one. He was backed into a corner. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not saying that, like, he's a terrible person or anything. I And I... And they overreacted. I hate that everyone just, like, jumps down his throat instantly. Like what they do to Rumpel and Neverland, where they immediately all turn off. Yeah. Like, this is what they do every time. Come on, guys. Honestly, the heart is very important to them, apparently. Which is funny, considering how much those motherfuckers lie. Yep. Like, I get honestly the heart from people who don't spend the entire two and a half seasons lying their ass off. Like, hey, Charming, you remember when you were dying in Dreamshade? I remember that. Pepper Spartans remembers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, before we get to where I need to defend the hook, where do we go? Well... Okay, oh, so let's they... talk about Emma and Henry. Oh, when she yells at him? Well, not only just yelled at him. Speaking of lying, she's fucking lying to him right now again. She's been lying to him the entire time, and he's finally gotten sick of it. Yeah, I mean, I totally understand why he's upset. Like, the shit's ridiculous, and, like, she keeps running around with all these people, and they, he's, like, been not in school for weeks, and, like, whatever. Um, also... To be fair, she did tell him. Like, she's not... She's like, I can't tell you. Like, it's not like she's, like, making up a... Could tell him. Well, yeah, she could. Also... What did his school transcripts look like while he was in Neverland? Well, Ab it was only two weeks. Absent via kidnapping by great grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> God, Storybrook, Storybrook excuse notes. Can you imagine? Peter Pan wrote him a note. Busy trying to take his heart. He won't be in class for a couple of weeks. Which built gingerbread house got distracted, almost got eaten. Sorry. Fell through a portal. Oh, I hate when that happens. We'll send your homework via carrier pigeon. Um, oh gosh! Yeah, so he finally says he's had enough. Yeah, which, in my opinion, is actually a reasonable response. Like, yeah, I know you've been lying to me. We know he's very perceptive, and then he fools her with the most basic like he he drops the prisoner line, which I like that they cut to Regina uh -huh. because Regina had gotten hit in the same line. Like, oh, am I just a prisoner here? So she he hits Hammer with the same line. Well, if I'm gonna be a prisoner, I want my Game Boy, and then she gives him the keys. The boy ran out of town to come find you. And you thought, like, she even says to Neil, he's your son. 
Also, why wouldn't she just give him the key to the room? Well, because she didn't want to take the time to, like, take the key off. But, like, doesn't she need those? Well, no, they're not going in her car. What's she going to do? Travel around with her little bug? When, with five people and a pregnant yes, man, Margaret? Yes. Yeah, you know, climbing climbing in the back of a two-door car when you're nine months pregnant. That sounds great. When Regina can just poof. Actually, Regina has a car. Regina does have a nice car. Yeah. Um, but Henry is decided, like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Well, I also love that, like... It seemed like Emma was asking Leroy to, like, keep an eye on Henry. And then Leroy does nothing, nothing. to keep an eye on Henry. Well, he's, she says, like, you're good staying here for a little bit longer. So maybe Granny is keeping an eye? I don't know. Well, they all did bad at it. All did bad. And then Hook shows up. You know it would be nice? If Henry had, like, a dad you could send him to go hang Yeah, that would be good. That would have been nice. That'd be good. Actually, you know who else they could have sent him with? Robin. Yeah. He would like that. He could learn archery. Who would want to hang out with Robin Hood? Henry seems very excited about it when he learns. Hang out with Robin Hood. That sounds fun. Um, and then Hook shows up, and uh, kind of like a creeper though. Oh yeah, convinces Henry not to steal a car. Steal dressed like a weirdo. Also, why was he having such trouble putting a key in a lock? I think because he's just flustered. Oh, because it looked like he's trying to like break into the car, and it's like adrenaline high. Okay, because he, he's committing a crime. Yeah. Um, but Henry's done this so many. He's so smooth with this normally. Yeah. I guess he doesn't remember that though. He doesn't remember that. He's never done this before. Stealing a car is. Young Henry would have totally done this without any problems. He he engineered a way to get to Boston. It's true. Yeah. He did do that, and stole his stole his teacher's credit card. I don't even know how you do that. Smooth criminal. Smooth criminal, indeed. Um, but then Hook is there. And Hook is like, I got a better plan. Like, it's funny that, like, we demonize Hook in this episode. But Henry wants to leave. He's like, I'm sick of this crap. I want to go home. Hook knows that there's a threat in his life and goes, well, I'll get you a way to get out of here. Now, if he had the Roger, that'd be cooler. But he doesn't. I mean, Simi obviously is. And I love that Henry's like, you're stealing it, aren't you? And he's like, you want to get out of here? He's like, yeah, whatever. Do it. I also love when Hook introduces him he's like this is mr smee and he's like from peter pan and smee's so genuinely confused like you remember uh, like, yeah I've, I've watched that movie tons of times it's a very common name in the uh seafaring world, world apparently yeah. um and then fucking flying monkeys show up this poor kid his mom is lying to him he has no idea what's going on and then a humongous winged creature shows up. And he is just like, what the fuck? Like, he is completely taken aback. As anyone would if a flying monkey showed up. And then everybody shows up, and they're just, like, throwing fireballs and, like, using swords. Well, I mean, like, Regina throwing a fireball is the only one of those is, like, obscene. Now, why Charming has a sword that he's able to, like, rifle across the room like it's the first episode is a bit shocking. But all of those things, if Regina didn't start throwing fall fireballs, could have been explained. Like, guns, because they're, they're using guns to shoot them, which I was also confused. So, like, Hook shoots the flying monkey, and it, like, poofs away in, like, flame? Yeah, it kind of, like, turns to ash. I'm not really sure what that's about. Also, who was that? When, like, remember when Charming cut the arm, it didn't just poof away. Yeah. It just fell down in pain. So maybe the magical spell is broken, I'm hoping? Or are they just murdering townspeople? Like, poor little John just got fried here. Who knows? I don't know. Not good. Yeah. Then they, like, deal with the situation. They bring the book to Henry. And if 
Emma interestingly says, you deserve to know the truth About to time. Henry. Like, do you think she really believes that? I do not. It was interesting. I also don't know that I love, actually, I do know. I did not love this scene with Jennifer Morrison. Why? It just, I think these scenes are where she struggles. Like these like genuinely deep emotive scenes, you know, like where Snow did such a great job of making me thinking her heart is broken and she's genuinely crushed. I was kind of like meh with, like it didn't have the same punch when Emma was trying to say like, you got to believe in me, kid. And it was just like, eh. Like I get what you were going for, but it didn't come off as, as genuine, especially because I, I kind of know that you as a character don't believe this. It kind of came off as like fake, but necessary. Okay. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just the way the writing has been. I don't know if it's your acting. It's probably a combination of both, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, didn't love it. But then it it kind of works. Yeah, Henry Henry remembers. But it doesn't break the curse. Which is also what happened last time when Emma touches That's the right. Book. Yeah, it well, doesn't break the curse. Well, yeah, she doesn't. It's not that she remembers, but she like believes. She wakes up. She touches. Well, no, book. she does remember. She somehow remembers something from her first day of life. Yeah. It, like, it shows her father yeah. putting her in the wardrobe, which is a strange thing to have a memory of. But yeah. He gives it to her. Um, and then Henry remembers everything. And then... Gina. And then doesn't Emma try to break the curse and can't? Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they, they thought that it was just yeah. like last time somebody needed to remember. And then true love's kiss. Yeah. Which, what does that say? I don't know. They don't share true love. No, that it's not that. I think I think it's that it's not the right. Well, because like Snow and Charming kiss when they remember, um, or Snow and Charming kiss and they share true love when or the curse is broken. Yeah, but they're not. That's not Snow and Charming. It's David and Mary. Okay, fine. It's, it's yeah. fine. I don't think this is saying that Emma and Henry don't have true love. I think that it's I important. You, I don't think you want it to be saying that. It could be saying that if we're being honest. I think that the point is that. It's like it wasn't their curse to break. Like Emma wasn't the savior here. Yeah. It also could be that like Emma, because Emma doesn't really want him to be like, she's not embracing who she is. So therefore she doesn't have her full power is a very reasonable thing for them to be saying. Like you're not being the savior. You've been lying to him the entire time. You're not really being his mom the same way that like Regina has been, where she's like desperately trying to get back to Henry. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a reading. Yeah. You could make a reading you could make. <laughs> You're just wrong. Uh, then Selena shows up and does what we always want villains to do. Finally, finally, I was like, oh, she just pooped him. What a move! She did it. Um, and then Emma makes a constipated face. Oh, Roger's about to spit out. He's gonna do it. I made him laugh. I did it. Oh gosh, you okay? No, it's coming out of my nose. <laughs> That was amazing. I didn't even think about it. She did make a terrible face. Like, she squats. I know. She's like trying to, you know, like when Gina throws magic, she'll have an intense face, but there's like um a ferocity to it. Whereas like when Emma did it, yeah, she does look like she's got a poop. Yeah. Um. And then she burns her? I wasn't clear on this. So I think what was happening is that Emma was like, I don't think Emma was like intentionally, you know, trying to throw a fireball. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think she was like, gotta protect Henry. Yeah. And it kind of created some sort of like protection around Henry. And it was making, it was Lena touching Henry. Was so she was encasing him in white light, which was burning Zelina's yeah. skin. Um, because I, I, that scene reminded me of the classic, I'm melting, yeah. you know, like she can't touch it. Yeah. It, it actually really reminded me of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. 
when um the professor Kroll can't touch henry or oh, harry. harry yeah um so emma's light magic worked against selena which we knew yeah. <laughs> oh shocking the savior's white magic works um and then regina Regina kisses henry and i told you this would have worked from day one regina and henry it's your love beautiful it's beautiful well, and he's so happy when he gets his memories back. Like, this was actually the thing that I've been saying the entire time is that Emma is miserable. I actually, and this is maybe more sinister, I think what she doesn't want is Henry to get his memories back because Henry does like it here. Mm -hmm. I think that is the problem is that she knows when he wakes up, he's not going to leave. Yeah, he looks so happy. And just watching, I watch him and Regina talk about math and how Henry's good at math all day. It was so adorable. Well, and like, it's funny. Emma and, and Henry have a relationship, but it's not fully mother-son. Like, it's almost like a cool aunt. Yeah. And, like, it's a little different. Regina and Henry are mother and son. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, they immediately have the, like, you know, I got good at math, and he's talking about all the things. Like, kind of like when you come home from a trip and you want to talk to your mom. They just right back into it. Like, you know, and then he's like, and uh, who's that guy you were with? And she's like, don't worry about that. Let's talk about you. And then Robin just, like, shows up. Perfectly tied. And they also kind of have that, like, it seems like we really didn't like each other back in the Enchanted Forest. I do. Also, I love that he's like, um, who is it? And she's like, Robin. Robin Hood. And he's like, Robin Hood? He is stoked. Yeah. So cool. Also, um, this scene reminded me of when Emma and Snow get back. And remember, they all walk off from Regina. And Rumple kind of hits her uh -huh. with, one day they'll invite you to dinner if you're lucky. It's actually this time she gets to walk off with Henry. Uh-huh. And it's Emma who's left kind of in the dust. Yeah. Um, and then Emma, Hook, Snow, and Charming kind of all turn on Hook. This was bullshit. I'm sorry. This was fucking bullshit. I get it if he had done it. He didn't even kiss her. I know. He didn't even do the thing that you're pissed about. And I get it. Like, you could have you could have said, She's coming after your son. I think we should send him away. Like I, I get it. He could have warned. Sure. But the, and I understand being mad about that, but like accusing him of working with Selena is ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Like they know him. Mm -hmm. And then the thing with the, yeah, the thing with the potion, like why, what, like what is that even, what are they accusing him of? Like what, he, he did nothing. Like what, is, what? Like, are they now spinning some web where, like, Zelina sent him to find Emma for some reason? That doesn't even make sense. I don't get it. I 100% agree with you. It, Bullshit. It, it made me just think that those three are back to being idiots. It was unnecessary conflict. I don't... If, if maybe he had done the thing or maybe he was gaining something. Like, it wasn't like it was a thing where, like, oh, if you kiss her, it'll strip her of her power, but she'll love you. She didn't even do that. It was just he he avoids the thing. He tries to get Henry out safely. And now you hate him for it. Uh, this. Well, especially Snow and Charming. Like, I'm not trying to defend Emma, but like, I under I understand that she's e even if she like later realized that she's wrong. Like, I understand that she's upset that her son almost just got killed. And like, like, I get it. Yeah, she's upset. It's fine. But then like Snow and Charming show up. And You're just, right like, to not trust him. We didn't send what, message. What? Also, they actually had this conversation before. Where they're like, we don't remember sending a message, and then Charming goes like, "Well, it does sound like you, but we don't know yeah. at any point in time that it was. We just assumed it because that sounds like you." 
So this whole thing, and then they made it sound like, well, Hook made up this story that he got some message. It's like, okay, well. Why would he do that? Also, even if you believe he's like, where do you think he got the potion from? You think he made it? His known powers of sorcery? You think that Zelina gave him the potion to bring the savior's memories back when you know that the, she was literally dating a monkey to keep her out of this? Like, what the This is dumb. Like, this is dumb as shit. This doesn't make sense. And I don't, I don't understand what they're, like, they should know that Hook would struggle to go to other people for help when something like that happens. And it's fine to be like, bro, you gotta, like, you gotta talk to us when shit like this happens. Yeah. Like, and you, you can't, like, be sending my son on a stolen boat. You can't get hit with dream shade and keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. You can't have a dark heart and go kill yourself. We all fuck up and make mistakes. You can't hide this from us. I get it. But each one of these characters, especially these three, you can't kidnap my son and leave the town. They've all done this. Yeah. Like, it's fine for Emma to be mad at Hook for, like, taking away her her like her trying to take away her son or like her choice to like protect her son it is not fine for them to be accusing him of being a villain and also like they're mad about like the kiss thing it's like but he didn't do it yeah he did not do that they're just mad that he they think he's working with zelina and she says you failed me like okay so you actually think that they're yeah no, well, she did that on purpose of course obviously. she did because they're but, so this they're is, idiots this is the problem with this season when pan was divide and conquer he was doing it in a way that made sense zelina was able to divide and conquer them with no logic yeah it just dumb. like they they come off and this is dumb. yeah and then the what happens next oh they go to the grave site or do we go oh yeah i didn't even take notes for that well i mean it's just we see you know that um now that henry is awake they talk about how he did die a hero which I have issues with that in many ways, but he was a good guy. He wasn't yeah. a terrible person. And then, of course, because we need to have maximum drama, here comes the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Baby is coming. All right. Anything else? No. All right. Favorite moment. I got two. I have three. Oh. Well, one of them is Regina's costume at the beginning. I just love that. It's a, oh, a costume is a moment. Now. Well, that costume and so her opening costumes in both locations I love. Okay. Both the Enchanted Forest and the red dress. Red dress? We agree it's red? Yeah, that dress okay. is red. Yeah, That dress is red. No, they're both red. <laughs> no, no, no. We would put them side by side. I want you to say they look alike. I pulled, I pulled a group of people and they all agreed that it was red. Okay, well, if you pull all colorblind people, they're going to agree with you. I didn't ask Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Darcy. Um, yeah, it's pink. Anyway. It's red. It's uh, God, we're like the fucking fairies from Sleeping Beauty, which you haven't seen and would not understand this joke. I don't understand the joke at all. Um, you want to go with yours? Sh sure. Um, the snowbell exchange is snowbell just adorable. I just, I love it so much. And I, I love, I, I, it's funny mm -hmm. and it's very sweet. Mm -hmm. And I like how it just like kind of encompasses this idea that like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta like live in the moment. It is a perfect um summary of snow and regina in like five seconds yeah yep you're gonna stop and smell the roses snowbells <laughs> just it's great um regina splitting the heart in two is fucking wild yep i have my my second one is just the entire casting the curse scene but that but that specifically like so remember how we talked about like snow has never shown an ability to kind of think that quickly out of nowhere then when she did when she manipulated regina she came up with a plan like hey we're dying. We're about to get cursed. 
do this thing that you've never done before. I believe this will work in like the span of 90 seconds. And then Regina does it. Yeah. I don't know how Regina figured it out. She like snaps it in half perfectly, puts it in them, and Charming wakes up right to be cursed. And the look on Regina's face when he wakes up, like she's like... She can't believe it. She's so happy. Well, she knew they were dead. She's like, I, I just wasted my time. Yeah. Them both. And then she's like, I'll be damned. Yeah. I already did my two. Um, I hate to say it, but for the last time, we get to see Neil. He pops out of Rumpel, which I thought was pretty cool. Because I did not see that coming when I initially watched this. And I was like, man, that's a what the fuck Neil came up. And then yeah. he, and then we find out that he's the one. Like, that whole, like, him being the person that sent the potion. Yeah. that was. I thought that was a pretty cool moment. I think that was cool, too. Yeah. Most ridiculous. Um, I've talked about them. Zelina making a potion for Rumpel is just unbelievably stupid. I think that's good. Uh, how many do you have? I have two. I just have one. Okay, go. I have Hook sending Henry away on a boat. I know you don't fundamentally with disagree with that. I I fundamentally believe that Mr. Smee is going to turn into a flying monkey when they try to cross the town. So yeah. your argument isn't that you shouldn't take Henry, it's that Smee should No, I think he should have told Emma. I think he should have told Snow and Charming and Emma. And they should have figured out a different way of approach to this. I do not think sending Henry away on the on a boat is the right answer. It's funny that you think that, because my next ridiculous moment is literally the Charmings. Well, I'm not saying that they're not being ridiculous also, but yeah. I, yeah, I do not think it's a good plan. Uh, I think Hook's plan was 100% right. You get Henry out of there. Like, just 100% get him out of the town. But them blaming Hook and accusing him of working with Zelina is one of the dumbest things we're going to see this so season. So stupid. Just unbelievably dumb. So stupid. Yeah. All right, loser. I have two. I have three. Ooh. Third place. And I hate to say it because he didn't do anything wrong, but it's Hook. Oh, yeah, I have Hook. He's yeah. my first place, actually. Oh, um, he's my third. Yeah, he didn't do any... Uh, well, he didn't do anything wrong, but he, he... He's kind of doing everything right, and he's still losing. Yeah. Like, he just can't... Like, he can't he, win for losing. Yeah. Uh, who's your second place? Zelina. I have Zelina as my second place. Uh, everything just got real fucked. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, she did a bunch of dumb shit, and they were able to, like, cast a curse. Mm-hmm. And they learned how to defeat her. Mm-hmm. And then they cast a curse to get there. And she's like, oh, no problem. I'll just cast his memory potion. And then they break it. And then she gets all crispified when she tries to... <laughs> That's a good word. Is that a real word? No, it's not a real word. You know what? Good word. Thank you. Um, You're not going to agree with this, but my number one loser here is Emma. Okay. Explain. Um, one, and this is what's kind of shitty about this. I think the thing that she wanted the least happened in this episode. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. And we got her memories, uh -huh. his memories back, which she did not want. Um, I think the exchange with her and Henry, where she yells at him. Oh, yeah, that's really bad. Really bad. I think the exchange with her and Snow, where she basically just breaks her mother's heart, pretty bad. And then on top of that, she can't break the curse. It's Regina. Uh -huh. The evil queen is the one who has to now save the town. And you basically are now on the other side of this watching him walk off with his mom and Robin. I think that's fair. Yeah. I thought I assumed you got I'm not going to write it down, but I think that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I accept that. I have three winners as well. I have three as well. Oh, okay. Third place? Um, or do you not rank yours? I don't usually rank mine, uh, but I guess I would choose Snow as my third place. Also my third place. Oh, you have her as a loser and the winner. I didn't have Snow as a loser. I had Emma as a loser. You said Charmings? No, no. That oh, that ridiculous. was ridiculous. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Despite the ridiculous nature of them being jackasses at the end, her coming up with that plan was amazing i mean for sacrificing charming just like i mean i guess it's a loss but also like 
what a powerful thing. Being to do. willing to do that is maybe, a way, yeah. but then finding a way out of it quickly yeah. is the most impressive. She believed in their shared heart strong enough to make it work. Mm -hmm. And I actually really like the snowbell scene. Oh, yeah. Me like too. that still being who Snow White is, yeah. despite all of this, is like she's still kind of finding herself, but yeah. she's there. Despite her turning on Hook for no reason. Uh, I'm just going to say she went along with the group. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was the other reason Emma lost. She turned on Hook for no reason. Oh, yeah. That's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, Henry. Second place is Henry. He gets his memories back and he's happy about it. And he now has a new stepdaddy and he's Robin Hood. Okay, we need to have a conversation about marriage and <laughs> where these things fall into place. But... A new step-boyfriend person? He's got a new man in his life. Yeah. How about we just stop with that? Okay, well, that that's almost as bad as... He's got a new father figure in his life? How about that? Sure. Okay. Sure, sure. Um, and, yeah, he got, he got his money back. Well, and I think it's also, so this is the first time it felt like Henry wasn't just a bystander in the episode. He yeah. actually went to do something. Yeah. One of my complaints has been is that, like, Henry's kind of just in the background, and now he's like, no, I'm sick of this. I'm one out. And he confronted his mom, which he should have. Like, she's been lying the entire time. And he saw right through Smee's lie. Like, it's kind of Henry being Henry again. Yeah, I agree with that. He probably had the same winners Regina. all the way through. Yeah, absolutely, Regina. I mean, uh... Both places, too. Yeah, both places. She splits a heart, which is so cool. Which is unbelievable. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess, like, they stupidly... I feel like their plan kind of didn't make sense, but they should have been able to figure out another way to defeat Zelina. Uh, what do you mean? I just... I We have to cast a dark curse so that Emma can defeat Zelina. Like, I feel like they could have figured out a different way. To I mean, this. her point was that you shouldn't do this. And then they did it anyway. Yeah. So she actually is agreeing with you that, like, don't do this. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Snow and Charming just overrule her. And she uses True Love's Kiss mm -hmm. to bring a curse. And gets her son back. Yeah. And she gets to bang Robin Hood. <laughs> well, she doesn't do that in this episode. Well, I think that's what they were doing right before the beginning of this episode. Oh. <laughs> I think Robin is staying at Granny's, and Regina also spent the night at Granny's. Oh, so that was like post-hookup makeout. I think so. I don't think they were you just... You think they had a city council meeting? Yeah, I don't think they were just making out in the hallway at Granny's. Oh. I mean, maybe they were. But, but... he sleeps in the forest. Maybe, maybe they just maybe had a little meetup. Maybe Granny runs by the hour. <laughs> All right. You know what? I, I, I accept it. <laughs> you go, Regina. Yeah, you go, girl. Uh, But yeah, no, I... I... There, you know what's funny is that she takes a bunch of like magical losses against Zelina, and yet they neither one feels that important. Yeah. Because I think three times Zelina shows up and kind of just like be gone, and but like Zelina doesn't do anything with it. Because she knocks, doesn't she knock Zelina out or Regina out completely? Yeah. Which is odd that she's that powerful that she can knock Regina out. Yeah. But meh. She's really powerful. I I wish that I wish I felt that was believable, but that's a different discussion for a different time. So I think I cried four times in this episode. Ooh, let me try to guess them. Okay. Okay, obviously the curse scene when yeah. he's making the whole sacrifice. There, There's like a specific line that really gets me. Though when you like, um, I believe that... I love you more than anything. And then when Charming says that's right why before. this is going to work, it Fair gets enough. me. Okay. Um, And then there's a second part of that scene that made me cry as well. When she says, I, you, I believe our heart is strong enough? 
when Regina cries. Oh, that's right. You did mention yeah. that. Because Reg other people crying is what yeah. really. So All two right. more. Two more. Is it when, uh, is it Emma and Henry, do you believe in me? No. Oh. Is it Regina when she wakes him up? Yeah. Henry waking up and saying, Mom. Yeah. Okay. Is one. And then Regina saying, I love you, Henry, and breaking the curse. Those two were the same. Okay. Those so are separate. Oh, those are separate. So you had two and two in each. Okay. Uh -huh. hmm. Yep. What's, I, I, I don't know if you've added this up, but like, what's our cry total for this? Uh, do you, I feel like you've been crying a lot lately. Uh, no, I can, I can, I can add that up real quick. The let's quick see. math. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So if I put four in here. Because I remember like four was like the season finale of one is what you cried. For that will get us to, I think there was a time when I cried seven times. That was the, um, was that going home? I've cried 58 times. Yeah, but I mean, what's the total for 3B? Oh, just 3B? Just, I'm just curious on the relative to like other seasons. Demanding. I am. Uh, New York City Serenade is the first episode. Yeah, I've gotten good at math. I need these things. Uh, okay. Okay, Henry. Twelve. <laughs> I've cried twelve times this half season. I cried eight times in going home. Wow! Um, twelve, and we've gone through what I want to say eight episodes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> about about one and a quarter cries per episode here, huh? Yep. Uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna steal your line from you. What are you looking forward to? You know, <laughs> I liked this episode a lot, but and they didn't leave me with a lot to be looking forward to here. Cause like, I guess I'm looking forward to how Emma is going to z defeat Zelina, but like, didn't we all know that was going to be what was going to happen anyway? Like, come on. Um, also, wouldn't that story made it more sense if she were opposing like, if she were Snow's sister, and then, like, it had to be Snow's baby that could get the job done, wouldn't it make more sense? Um, and I guess I want to see how these people are going to realize that they're wrong and that Hook is not a piece of shit. I can't believe they have put me in a position where I am defending motherfucking Hook. Yeah. That infuriates me more than anything. I am almost looking forward to nothing. Yeah. Like the, and that, it's unfortunate because I don't think this was like a bad episode. It just wasn't a very good episode. Um, but you've told me everything. The only thing I guess I'm curious about is like, are they actually going to go back in time? Going back in time could be cool. Are you not looking forward to the potential of Rumpelstiltskin getting away from Selena and killing her? I already know. I, I like even when I was watching this live, it's not a matter of if; it's only a matter of when. You don't get away with killing Neil. Yeah, I will. I might enjoy the kill scene when he, if he just absolutely like does what. Remember when he described how he wants to do to the Duke? Yeah, I want him to do that to Zelina at this point. Okay. Um, but the, the like the the problem is is that like, getting revenge for his son, I would feel it would be more powerful if it was like a lifelong villain. You know, if if this had been Pan or you know some villain that he'd crossed paths with for a long time, I was like, yeah, he's gonna kill Zelina. But as you've actually said appropriately, it isn't gonna make him feel any better. Neil's still dead. So, like, it's not, yeah, it's just not going to be the same. It's not. Um, and, and, and this may just be a man. I don't like pregnancy storylines. They annoy me. They bore me. They, I just find them to be in the way. You don't want to listen to them talk about Cradle Cup? Nope. Um, so, like, the cliffhanger of Mary Margaret going into labor, just, I'm like, can we just have the baby be done with this shit? I do not care. I, I never like them in shows. They annoy me. 
huh. I just want to be done with it. It just it's not interesting to me. Like the kid, we spend a lot of time talking about the pregnancy, but then like once the baby happens, babies can't act. So I don't give a shit. Babies can't act. I mean, they can't. You can't do a. I mean, the only thing you can do a storyline is like a baby is a damsel in distress. That's the only story they can be, That's unless true. you flash forward. That's true. So you know. Well, I will say so the next episode is season three, episode twenty, Kansas. Um, oh, I, I do not like the flashback in this episode, but I do like the story. What happens? You don't like the fl- isn't this the Dorothy episode? Yeah, I just think it's boring. I have always wondered why Dorothy wasn't a more integral part of this season. That is her arch. So nemesis. I think I think there's a reason for that that is actually pretty fitting for Once Upon a Time, because like we already know that story. Like, the whole point of Once Upon a Time is to, like, tell us stories that are different than what we know them to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, we don't need to see, like, Dorothy. And we also already know, like, Wicked also was, like, an international phenomenon while the show was out. And, like, we also know a different story of what that story looks like. So they had to show us something different here. I'm not saying that it needs to necessarily be the witch versus Dorothy, though. I'm simply saying the Dorothy character should be a part of this season. Like, Peter Pan and Hook are arch enemies. They are both integral parts of Neverland. They're not necessarily yeah. the same. Like, they're actually inverted, where Hook is the good guy and Pan is the bad guy. And that's fine. That's great. Dorothy should be a part of this season. Like, that is kind of silly to me. To like, for especially because you had, like, Aurora and Philip. I don't give a fuck about them. I. Not, not two flying fucks I about still that. don't give a fuck about them. Exactly. Like, uh, I just, it's... I hope that they're not still monkeys when Aurora gives birth to that baby. I mean, I hope they're still monkeys. I mean, never... actually, do we ever see them again? Yeah. I don't, I don't think we ever see Philip again, but... Oh, yeah, whatever. But yeah, I just, I feel like the Dorothy character should be part of this somewhere, not just a flashback. Like, that, that to me is... One of the things I like about this show is seeing how you modernize these characters. And Dorothy is an integral part of The Wizard of Oz. And we don't really get a modern Dorothy. We just get a flashback Dorothy, I think. Which yeah. I think is a disappointment. I like, I, 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 Pan was cool. Seeing New Hook is cool. We don't get New North. Same thing I say with Cinderella. We don't really get New Cinderella. We just get Ashley for a second and deuces. Yeah. So um, I'll talk about that more in the recap, too. Same with the Emerald City. We do not get nearly enough Oz. Like, Oz is one of the cooler locales in stories. And we got nothing. And we just get inside a throne room. That's it. Yeah. The Emerald City as a seasonal cow would have been cool. Truth. Yeah. Well, please be sure to join us next time for Season 3, Episode 20, Kansas. And we will see you in Kansas and Oz.